When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stop going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Mike, you have to sit down right now because it's your line. Hello, everyone in the podcast. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that's full of spunk. <clears throat> True story. Uh, uh, yeah. Hi. Hi. We're here. Um, we did it. Your name. Congrats. It, congrats to us. Congrats to us. Your name is. Oh, my name is Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today. <laughs> um, Mike's. Hello, laptop. Seattle. Mike's laptop restarted right at this moment uh, a week ago. And so I think you're suffering from some PTSD. PTSD. Of, like, uh, it's working. Okay. Hi, Seattle. Hi, Seattle. Give yourselves a hand, Seattle. Thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, quick round of applause. How many of you have heard our show before? Is this friendly territory? Oh. Great, great. Any, any gay... For the ones that didn't clap, get the fuck out. <laughs> what did, did someone come here to, like, do karaoke and they have to listen to two assholes? Yeah, like, right. you, up next is Jonathan. Jonathan, if you could come down to the stage and sing A Whole New World. Uh, no, we're not doing that right now. Um, karaoke jokes don't get old, Kyle. Oh, they're like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope so because I got I got a lot of them. Uh, so, round of applause. Uh, is everybody in here queer? Like, <laughs> and if you're not, get the fuck out. <laughs> no, it's, it's, except Jeremy's fine wherever he's sitting. He, he can stay. Did you just call out a straight? <laughs> the, the only straight person I know. That's kind of um, mean. <laughs> We've been bullied our whole lives. You're straight, and that's horrible for you. Yeah. <laughs> Try harder. Uh, I'm I'm very glad to see this many faces here, uh, y'all. This is the most Seattle thing ever. So for our, for our for our Portland show, you know, Facebook measures everything in terms of like going or interested is like the metric that they give you. And in in Portland, we had um, 67 people going or interested, and about 40 percent of them, 26, said that they were going, not just merely interested. Seattle, y'all are like interested but not committing. Like it it, it was like. 15% uh, like we had uh, almost 100 people saying interested or going and very few that actually were like okay there were like okay, three I'll be there. yes <laughs> which is like I mean this like, is a city of cat people Kyle <laughs> <laughs> don't pressure them it, but they'll it come be, to you on their own time it might be a good day like the weather might be nice the weather might be bad I might find a butterfly there's so many things I don't I can't commit to going to a place at a time you're lucky I'm here. That's I'm what lucky. I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it's good to be home after a crazy tour. Last weekend we were in Portland, and the weekend before that we were in Boise, Idaho. So now we get to rest, I guess? Wait, like, an hour and a half maybe, okay. and then start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, it sounds like everybody's heard the show before. I don't need to give you the spiel, but you're going to get it anyway because I'm me. This is a very not safe for work show. It is, it is R-rated, sometimes X-rated. Hopefully I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. My last segment is going to get raunchy. Uh, we are a show about gay stereotypes. We cover one topic per week for about an hour and a half, so buckle in. Uh, we also do our gayest and straightest at the end of every episode. That's the stereotypically gayest and stereotypically straightest thing about us. And the last week or so showed that there's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B for everybody all the time. 
We want to hear yours at the end of the show, so be thinking about that. There will be audience participation time. And uh, if you do, our lovely assistant Keegan will give you some merch out of the merch box. Uh, we've got some mugs and some t-shirts and whatnot, uh, all just as a thank you for, for uh, sharing. Um, yeah. So it's a live show tradition that we don't reveal the topic of the show until just after the news for no reason. That's just a thing we do. Uh, so, but first, uh, happy birthday, Kyle. Your birthday was yesterday. Oh, thanks. Big round of applause for Kyle's birthday, everybody. Yeah. He's, you, you don't look a day over whatever age I'm you are. I'm 81. Yeah. I don't know. I... <laughs> I have to count. I have to like do the math every time. I got oh. you this. Should I open it now? Yeah, do it. I okay. okay. <gasps> Shut the fucking. Okay, this is the a Bob's Burger. What is it? Salt and pepper shakers. Salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> That's adorable. It's Louise and Tina. Yep. Yep. And now, when you don't cook, you can also not season it. <laughs> I do use salt and pepper. Um, oh, and a little Linda magnet that says mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. <laughs> my favorite my favorite Linda quote is they go camping and she's like, it's amazing the kids can uh, go to sleep sober like that. <laughs> so I was like, I get that. I got, uh, I got my babe rosé cans. <laughs> They're how rosé was made to be drunk from. Good Lord. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Happy birthday. Thanks. And and do you know what else, you know what else I got you for your birthday? What? Not having everybody sing. Oh, I was I had, my it's God. been in my notes for weeks to make everybody sing. I and didn't then I realize had a violent negative yes, reaction I, to I, it. I didn't realize I, how anti happy birthday you are. It's just the mo it's like, hey, do you want to be uncomfortable for like thirty seconds and look at everyone? Like it's just the dumbest tradition. I it's it's stupid. Thank you, Mike. I'm so happy. Great. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I love this. Thanks. Please don't sing to me. Okay. What we although last night, um, our D D group, uh, people did renditions of Britney Spears song with the like just various songs all at once with the word birthday thrown in. That's what you should do for birthdays. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot to handle, actually. Like, <laughs> especially when Nate started rapping. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... No, <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say before the news? Um, Seattle, give me a gift. No, I'm good. All right. Here comes the news. I feel like I'm cheating. I'm looking at your screen. I never know what you're going to talk about. Fucking look looking. that way. Oh. <laughs> News the first So uh, Lil Nas X did not win a Grammy uh, And we're going to talk about it for I don't know Until I feel like I'm done bitching about it um, so, what, did, what was he nominated for? I don't know Okay like, So you really were invested no, I guess it, 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 he I'm was, really upset He was nominated for like five wow. different things I think I mean um, it was good I, I like him But like that's a, that's a lot Yeah You know who wasn't? Miley Cyrus did she, she have something this year? She had an album, Plastic Hearts. This is not what the news story is about, but that's fine. She's gay or gayish or whatever. She's something. Okay. 
Yeah, it just I'm so out of touch. Like yeah. kids these days and their music and their <laughs> fancy iPods and shit. I, like <laughs> their Miley Cyruses <laughs> and then their Nosses X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he did a medley of tracks from Montero uh, at the Grammys. Do you have to and... perform after you lose? Do you lose and they're like, <laughs> "Well, I think here's I, this fucking loser. Come think, on up." I think there was interleaving. It was like lose, perform, lose some more. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. horrible. Um, so, so he, before, before the event, he said, quote, if I don't leave with Grammys tomorrow, I will be formally turning in my resignation letter to the Illuminati. (laughs) And, uh, he said, I'm either going to win a Grammy, go to a club, get drunk and have sex with a random stranger or lose each Grammy, go to a club, get drunk and have sex with a random stranger. (laughs) I don't know why that reminded me. (laughs) Fucking Dan is here. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, fucking Dan. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, Dan gave us a gift. He did, we don't even pay him to do that anymore, and he still gave us things. Thanks, Dan. Oh, wait. Should we open? Oh. Should we open them? this? Okay, great. Ah, uh, adorable. Oh, my God. It's a spell cum towel. It's a towel that has... <laughs> <laughs> At first, Either I thought it said smell cum, so that's... Even... I mean, later. <laughs> give it a minute. If this exists already, if this was uh, something that already existed out there, I'm going to fucking sue their asses off. Oh, you made it. Okay. I'm going to sue your ass off. <laughs> no. Thanks, Dan. I made them before I quit. You made them before. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a stockpile of gifts that you were planning to give us? And can I have them all right now? Okay. News. We- news. Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. Nas I'll, X. Fin- I'll finish up with his Grammy loss. He lost all of his Grammys. And uh, so he, he tweeted, quote, can't believe I lost all my Grammys. I am now no longer gay. And then not long after that, he added, quote, I changed my mind. I want to be slutted out tonight. Oh, (laughs) that reminds me. Fucking Dan is here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he didn't he didn't do so hot at the Grammys. And and that makes me sad. We lose everything we're up for. So I get it. We're We're basically the the same. same. (laughs) We're at the same level. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, News the second. A gay firefighter with the Fire Department of New York is suing the city of New York and a former chief diversity officer <laughs> for anti-gay harassment and hostility. Uh, Corey Boykins is his name. He's seeking an apology and unspecified damages in a complaint filed in the Brooklyn Supreme Court. Uh, he says that Lieutenant Darius Dorset, the department's chief diversity officer at the time, explained how some gay men had been cured of their sexual identity and suggested he have sex with both men and women to see if that would help. (laughs) Yes, that is the correct response. And Uh, did it help? (laughs) uh, Well, yeah. So, so... (laughs) Don't tell your employees to, like, fuck people. Like, don't... That's a weird... It doesn't matter if you're gay. Don't be like, hey... Do you fuck chicks all the time? I mean, like the, as often as you want to tell Karen in accounting that she should just get laid and maybe she'd be nicer. I, I okay. don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I, <laughs> I get it now. now. I switched sides to the diversity officer side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about his thoughts when meeting with Lieutenant Dorset, he said, quote, immediately, the first thing was, I don't belong in the firehouse. And basically being gay was a choice that having sex is about procreation. Uh, he alleges in the complaint that he drew stick figures and other diagrams <laughs> to explain heterosexual intercourse, which I would give anything for a copy of those. Like, 
what what does that look like? Oh my god, <laughs> the, the, the vagina is where these three sticks meet. Like that's, that's not helpful. Like that's, I, that doesn't doesn't guide me very much. Uh, so Dorset was subsequently reassigned and is no longer the diversity officer. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's just what back to policing? Um, I guess I don't know. Fire, 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 yeah. It's so weird they haven't policing things now. <laughs> it's a little odd move for them. Uh, the the uh, city. Att- Don't correct me for hey, <laughs> audience. The- You're lucky to be here. Don't correct me from the audience. The uh, the city attorney said, "quote There is no room for discrimination or retaliation at any agency. The complaint is being carefully reviewed." Yeah, sorry. This is very serious, and that really sucks. And it's not. Well, everything you can joke about if you try hard enough, but yeah. But this idea, blows. this idea that like, have you tried chicks? Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you have to defend your homosexuality yeah. with a clean. It's it's like even straight people believe in the gold star gay bullshit. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, like, oh, have you fucked dudes? I don't know. Like, you might be totally gay. Like, here's how dicks work. Here's a dick. Like, yeah. I, oh, stick figures. Stick figure. Yeah, dick figure. <laughs> Um, okay. News the last? Yeah. All right. Here's the last one. So, Frank Iroh, who was the uh, guitarist for My Chemical Romance, or used to be. I guess My Chemical Romance sort of broke up, but not really. They're still around, but, like, it's different. Anyway, former former guitarist for My Chemical Romance is on Twitter last week planning to make... Uh, Binders, chest binders. Oh yeah, that are My Chemical Romance branded chest binders. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess he said that fans have asked for binders so often that he wanted to make their requests a reality, and is asking followers to send pictures and feedback about their favorite brands and styles. Uh, "Quote: I'll see what's available out there to make some of you smile a little more." Um, so. I kind of hope he's donating like money from that to trans shit. Like that's a weird like that's that's both cool to have that as an option, but also feels a little bit like there's probably lots of trans people out there that make binders that would love to have you know support and money. He has gotten lots of feedback from the trans community that the, the uh, not only on what the design should be and whether um, how how it should be branded and all of that, but one of the pieces of feedback he's gotten most often is that all of the profits should go to mm. trans. Um, uh, nonprofits yeah. and, 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 and causes. Yeah. So I just I, the the thing is like that's like the last person I would expect I think to hmm. to undertake something like this, right? Like is it uh, last person I expect because I literally forgot they were a band. Right. Like I, I wouldn't have even <laughs> named them in my list of everyone I can think of. Yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> yeah, um, my chemical romance. Yeah, I liked them in the nineties. <laughs> I think that's what everyone said. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's, that's the it. news. That's the news. Yeah. Um, are we ready to reveal our topic? I don't know. Are we? Hold on. i got to check my notes now. Okay. Do you have more to say? You're drinking the gayish branded beer. Oh, yeah. Hey. God, speaking of like... <laughs> I'm, sure they've, I'm sure they've told you, but we, we, we have our own beer, and Hula Hula was kind enough to, to, to carry it today, so uh, be sure to drink it so I don't have to take it home. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, at our live shows, we reveal the topic, and we want you, to, like, you know, family feud style. Kyle's going to turn the card around on three, and we want you to all say it together in unison. I can see you. You're so nervous. This is great. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Horseshit. 
That's right. We're going to talk about foreskin. Um, yeah. Every time we point at you, we want you to say it again. Exactly right. Okay. So, well I don't know if when Hula Hula said we can come do our bullshit, <laughs> they're like, there's going to be an hour of two idiots talking about foreskin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. Uh, we did an episode that was going to be about foreskin, and we ended up talking about circumcision like, that was supposed to be like a part of it, and that ended up being the full episode. So now we are finally we're we are finally covering foreskin. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly <laughs> like foreskin right. itself, we're finally covering it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, show. So let yeah. Let's just are you gonna, let's just get real. Well, let's just get I real. Show, I, show of hands. Round of applause. Who here is circumcised? Great. Uh, I like the sadness with which circumcised people clap. Like, I get, uh, yeah. Uh, round of applause, a show of foreskins. Who's who's intact? Anybody want to kill? Okay, that's good. Yeah. I'm so, I'm going to leave. I'm so uncomfortable. That's a weird thing to ask a crowd. So here's part of my, here's part of my evil plan, Kyle. We need to, we need to normalize talking about foreskin. Oh it's God! Ma- now I'm the asshole. Fine. Yeah. All right. Ask everyone if they have foreskin when you first meet them. I guess. Yeah. Shake hands. Check foreskin. <laughs> that should be just like how we do it now. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. We can normalize. I don't know. There's some things don't need normalize. We don't need to normalize talking about foreskin. I you don't have do. to talk. Okay. Fine. Okay. Well, well I, I mean, let's start here. Sure. We just did. We, we did. Oh, it. oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about the biology uh, of of foreskin, and um, you have a great way of making sexy things so unsexy. I know. It's, it explains a lot about my dating it's, life. I think. Um, <laughs> so uh, the foreskin, also known as the prepuce, uh, most mammals have one. Prepuce. Yep. I hate it. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's that's a word, right? Like that's it's, disgusting. It comes. Yeah. Usually, if I see any prepuce, I go to the doctor. <laughs> treat, treat me. Uh, strictly speaking, so um, uh, the prepuce is also, is also a correct term for the clitoral hood. So uh, from a certain perspective, men and women have foreskin. Um, I clitoral saw, hood? Yeah. What? I don't know. The pussy wagon has it, a clitoral hood. It's, it's literally what it's called, Kyle. <laughs> like, the, uh, so some 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 facts, some medicine and biology facts about foreskin. It isn't just skin. It's skin. There's a mucosal layer, nerves. There's even smooth muscle in there. Um, it's it's a complicated structure. And all that's to say that like you will often hear in defense of circumcision, it's just a flap of skin. It is not. That's incorrect. And those people are are trivializing and minimizing what it is and what it does and its importance. Is there like a trash can outside the like doctor's office with just like a bucket of force? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no. I'll get to that here in just a second. You're going to tell me what they do with the foreskin? Yep. Yep. Well, okay. We'll just jump ahead, Kyle. You want to do these? I have 10 I... items here. We can do them out of order just, just for you. So apparently removed foreskins get used in face creams. Ah! <laughs> or skin grafts okay okay yeah okay i'm i'm good with that one what yeah apparently oprah has used one of one of the face creams that has used baby foreskin in it um 
Because you're worth it. <laughs> you, you deserve foreskin on your face. You oh. get a foreskin. You get a foreskin. Everybody gets a I'm, foreskin. I can't do this podcast with you anymore. Right. I can't do this, Mike. I can't. That's what I can't. I don't want. I don't want this. I don't want to have done any of this. All what right. are you talking about? All right. Well, my next segment, you're going to do you mash it up? Than. Like what? How do you turn foreskin into I don't. I don't make the shit, Kyle. I'm just my, telling you. My Chemical Romance is coming out with their own foreskin face cream. <laughs> the trans community hates it. I don't know. Oh uh, man. Um, oh God. Yeah. Can we move on? Please, please move on. Okay, for great. the love of God. Uh, so the earliest circumcision is documented uh, in in ancient Egypt. It was about forty four hundred years ago. So at least that long. It's been a thing to. We've been lopping off. To, yeah. Um, about 62% of men worldwide are intact. It turns out that... 62% of men worldwide? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, circumcision is largely a Judeo-Christian thing, and a lot of the world isn't. So they don't. Mm. Um, I love this, this theme. There's a whole group uh, that's like the pro-foreskin lobby, and they call themselves intactivists. <laughs> and... Uh, I I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to be an intactivist now. I think I I think I am. Yeah, I think I am. What yeah. have you done for foreskin lately? <laughs> Don't ask what foreskin has done for you. <laughs> ask what you have done for foreskin. I treat foreskin right, <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. Great. Okay. Sexually. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, and uh, uh, one reason to keep keep it, like to not cut it off, is that botched circumcisions apparently create uh, uh, up to 100 deaths per year. Complications uh, from botched. But what a way to go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, foreskin feels great. There's a lot of nerve <laughs> endings in it. And it's more sensitive. One of the downsides of that can be apparently uh, uncircumcised men. Uh, have a higher incidence of premature ejaculation, and one of the theories is because like it's just that awesome. Like, damn, I want I want dick skin so good I jizz all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Great. <laughs> you you you're doing this. I'm not. I'm just replying. Well, for okay, so uh, skipping ahead a little bit, rest, uh, foreskin restoration is a thing. Mm. There's there's a whole there's a whole culture around like. Taking what little foreskin is left after a circumcision and and stretching it out and making it grow back, it's not the same. There, like, yeah, there's some functionality that you just can't ever get back. But at least aesthetically, it's uh, closer to what it looks like to be intact. And um, uh, apparently, that's also been around for a really long time. <laughs> there's there's some uh, some documents that show. Uh, a, in the Jewish tradition, there were foreskin restoration um, like devices that are basically like just a, a cord and like this leather that strap kind of a thing, um, like multiple thousands of years ago. So oh. I thought it was wow. like a, I thought it was like a modern thing yeah. to, to yeah. do, and yeah, yeah. apparently it's been it's been around for a while. Hmm. Um, and then some downsides to foreskin, though you can get cancer of the foreskin, um, which is not fun, and uh, phimosis, which sometimes it doesn't retract properly and can cause like circulation problems. Blah blah blah. Uh, and and lastly, so on the circumcision episode, we talked a lot about like, is it true that circumcision can lower the risk of STIs? Mm -hmm. And the answer is yes, it can. But was very confused about 
Like, why? But, but anyway, the, the stuff that I read this time around to talk about foreskin is that I guess for, foreskin has Langerhan cells in it, and that is a uh, effective route of transmission for HIV especially, but also other STIs, hmm. and that, you know, if you remove those, you can't get it that way. Hmm. And so it's just one, like one more pathway that you can get infected hmm. uh, is uh, no longer available to you if you yeah. had your foreskin removed. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the arguments about removing it is also like yeah i could cut off my arm and now i like i won't have to put on deodorant but that doesn't like <laughs> you know it's like uh, great yeah there are a lot of things we could chop off so that they are not as dirty like uh, there's less of me to i don't know yeah yeah i i think it's a weird argument that we make to to justify it absolutely i agree should i yeah sure hey tell us tell us a study after accusing me of being the boring one let's let's go let's go I, no, yours was interesting. Huh. I shouldn't be so surprised. I'm sorry. I was mean. <laughs> I was. I actually cared. Um, I'm going to tell you a study. Uh, I'm going to tell you the data called "You either have it or you don't." <laughs> sure. That's, yeah. Good job, study people. Because uh, the, we're talking about. Exactly. It is fun to make a crowd of people say foreskin at you. Um, uh, the impact of male circumcision status on sexual partners by Jennifer A. Bossio, Carolina Pogge, and Katie Bartley uh, in the Canadian Journal of Human Sexuality. Nailed it. It's Canadian, so, you know, it's almost as good as uh, American studies. Um, 2015. <laughs> it came out in 2015. Okay. So, what they did is they asked... Partners of men. So this is the a lot of studies when when they're studying foreskin will talk to the, to the individuals or in the past they have studied sexual partners of people with foreskin, but it's always been women. So this was the first study um, that at least the the people in this study could find that uh, talked to both women and men. Um, mm-hmm. So they and. Uh, so I, you know, I we talk a lot about like they don't include trans, they don't include non-binary people. This one didn't and said like you know we're only covering cisgender people but but they you know i i think acknowledging people that are like hey at least gay men are in there <laughs> like we threw gay men in there like that's you know so there's there's a lot more ground to cover but at least you know i won't fault them for not having you know kind of the broader whatever you know they they, they did they did it that's good um so they uh uh, surveyed people who were in a relationship for at least three months. Uh, the average uh, relationship was four years long to ask about, you know, sexual habits. Do you like it? How, how, what do you feel about the foreskin? Um, this was not the point of the study, but they asked the women and the men <clears throat> uh, if they were uh, in an exclusive relationship. The women, 6.5% were in a non-exclusive open relationship. And for the men, a third were in an open relationship. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. which kind of makes, I mean, kind of lines with what I would expect from a random sampling of gay dudes. Yeah. If Scruff tells me anything, it's about a third of people are probably in an open relationship. <laughs> that, that seems low, actually, for yeah, Seattle yeah. anyway. Yeah, this is Canada. I don't know if open relationships <laughs> have gotten there yet. or I don't know. Um, uh, the, the male partners of the men that we're talking about, about 50-50, whether they themselves were circumcised. So they asked, like, what is it like, you know, being with a man, but, th- but they themselves half and half uh, circumcised. They asked their partners about vaginal, anal, fellatio, and manual sex, which like manual, like hand jobs, but like a study can't be like, how's the handy? You know, like they have to, they have to like, <laughs> so manual sex to me is like, wow, that sounds so horrible. Sounds like, like you're driving a stick shift, yeah, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Let's get to the results. What did it say? Uh, circumcision status. Uh, so all this is like comparing the men and the women groups. For the circumcision status, uh, women were generally satisfied with their partner's circumcision status. The one, there's, they, they asked them a bunch of questions about it. The one thing they wished is they, they most preferred, um, they, they preferred, they preferred flaccid penises more. They like circumcised flaccid penises more. Okay. The, the women with like partners that had uh, that were intact. They, sure. they like rated this thing higher for like wish it, like not liking the appearance of a flaccid penis. Okay. So like like women like flaccid circumcised dicks. Okay. Okay. So backing up a little bit. Sure. They're asking these people, how do you feel about this thing you can't change? Yes. Right? I mean, you, like, can, you can change it. I mean... Scissors. <laughs> <No>. Great. <laughs> then you make face cream, everybody. <laughs> you use every part of the penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, they were asking a question about this thing. They were, and they were comparing, you know, they're just asking general questions. How happy are you with this penis? <laughs> I ask myself that a lot. Uh, like, how happy are you with this? Like, do you like that it's, you know, do you like this look? Do you like that look? Do you like this sex act? Do you, and then they compared the two groups to see how different were they to see, you know, what are people's preferences on circumcision status? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. do you have a preference? Yeah. Great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, uh, my preference seemed to align with this study. This study does not surprise me. Men, uh, uh, just they rated intact penises rated it off the charts they loved it they they wanted intact penises they rated it better flaccid and erect on on the train and in the car Great. with a bagel with a smear i don't know yeah. um uh and for both groups in, in, this was like a very adorable study for for talking about prepus or whatever the fuck it, it, like it, this is a very cute study where you know, people liked things differently, but at the end of the day, both men and women said, I would not change my partner's circumcision status. Sure. So, like, we can talk about the comparison of preferences or well, I kind of like this better or worse, but it was like, but people didn't want to change their partner's circumcision status or don't wish it was different. <laughs> um, women reported, women with intact partners reported significantly higher levels of sexual satisfaction. Ooh, okay. I why? Um, they they could not suss out. I mean, they're they're just asking like, do you like it or not? <laughs> that was the question. Do you like it? <laughs> um, uh, so we don't know why. You know, they all they can do is is guess or conjecture. But I don't know. More study needed. More study needed. Okay. Um, men had no difference in uh, sexual satisfaction, which I don't know why. Help me figure out why does that feel right? Like gay men, like can they're like. Wait, is it top or is it bottom? I'm confused. Uh, they did you, not ask. They just said for like, what is your satisfaction? Like sexually, how much do you enjoy? Or what's your preference? All that shit. So okay. right. yeah, women were more satisfied when they were in, intact. Men reported no difference whether they're dating someone who is intact or circumcised. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just picture gay men being like, no, I like dick. Like it's <laughs> dick. Like you know. Like I don't know. Put it inside me. Dick. Like whatever. I got it. I know how to do this. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, preference by sex act. <laughs> Let's oh. get into it. Women preferred circumcised penises for vaginal intercourse and fellatio, and they had no preference for anal sex or manual. 
<laughs> um, men preferred intact penises everywhere, everything, every act. <laughs> they just wanted intact. Just wanted the, that foreskin. Um, anal fellatio manual. Um, yeah, they preferred intact penises if they, you know, if they picked. Um, the in general, women tended to believe like, what are your what are your like kind of beliefs about circumcision? Women tended to believe that. Um, circumcision was hygienic clean socially uh, normative more common they they thought it was more pleasurable more they thought it was more likely to reduce stis they thought that men themselves preferred to be circumcised so m- women mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though they the intact penises were more pleasurable for sex they had this weird thing where like th- if they were going to pick they they picked that but also thought that circumcision was more normal and clean um, whereas men believed that circumcised penises were more common in their country, um, but also that intact penises are more natural, attractive, pleasurable to touch, erotic, and interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird adjective to describe a penis with. But, um, so, yeah, I, I think like the gay men tended to intact penises, liking it, wanting it, thinking it was normal. Um, I, I think this goes against... Uh, I think there's an assumption that, like, especially in the U.S., where we have high rates of circumcision, the assumption is that the person with foreskin is the weird one and that people won't want it or people are going to be weirded out by it or or something. I think we have that. Like, we bring a lot of, like, baggage to people with foreskin, which sucks that that's, like, there's so much shit to deal with in life. Like, let's throw one more thing on there to be uncomfortable about. like. Um, so it's interesting that, especially with gay men, the preference was towards uh, uncircumcised people. Hmm. Does that you, you said you identify with that? Like you checked. Yeah, checks out, I mean, I, I would be very much the same way. Like if I got to pick, you know, magic wand and uh, ooh, foreskin, <laughs> weirdest fairy godmother ever, <laughs> foreskin, um, uh, <laughs> Cinderella. I left my foreskin behind. Whose foreskin is... Okay, sorry. What are we talking about? Am I still on a podcast or am I having a fever dream? Okay. Um, um, I would prefer... If I had to pick, I would pick uh, a, an intact penis. Oh, okay. But I would also, like... It, that's not... like It's just like all these people. Like It's not high on my list. I'm not searching for, you know... I'm not, that's not on my profile. Like, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'd rather date the person and, like, dick, you know, great. So, like... But what's your preference? You know, I, I I was thinking about that earlier, trying to you know, like you do, I think about foreskin. You were daydreaming um, about foreskin, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I don't have a preference. I'm like pretty pretty neutral about about that. I like, mean, but you have you don't have to tell them. But you have a little bit of like, <laughs> come on, you don't have any. You don't. You get to build your ideal person. You don't have a preference. I I I mean, not really. Like not when, now. I will say what's interesting about foreskin is I don't have any, so that makes it novel and interesting and fun to play I, with. I wonder right? how like, much of it is that. Like, woo, <laughs> you yeah, know, I don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I do. <laughs> do you make that noise? Woo, woo. <laughs> yeah, we're not being sexy. We're I'm just playing with this now. Yeah, we're, yeah. yeah. You, come on, Mike. What? Pick one. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You say stuff. Oh, you want me to say stuff? I think so. Oh my god, Carl, I'm so excited. Okay. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I have so much to tell you. Okay. So much to tell you. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about religion. Great. And 
the magic of foreskin in religion in in the Oprah Judeo and religion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, all the big wigs love foreskin. So I read this paper called "Possible Psychoanalytic Meanings of the Foreskin in the Hebrew Bible," and I thought it was really really interesting because they put forth this whole idea that infant circumcision is a sacrifice to God, and foreskin Boy, is foreskin is what we remove. To give to God because it's the best part of the child. <laughs> the, the, the foreskin is the first or best part of the kid, so that's why you have to give it to God. And that there's a bunch of misogyny in that because, like, we like it's just the boys that we apparently care about. And, like, why? Anyway, I thought, I, I, I think that's really super interesting. God nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah. And Why does God want that? It's also sort of problematic because we don't really do anything with the foreskin usually, except make face cream out of it, apparently. I can't. Um, I'm going to have nightmares. I can't believe <laughs> I now know this piece of information that I can't unknow. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to be. I'm going to have to read the labels on every moisturizer I buy to be like, but do you have foreskin? <laughs> no foreskin. Foreskin free. I can't hear me. Oh, now I can. Okay, great. Something happened. When you say foreskin 103 times, they fucking cut you off. Decency laws, Mike. Can you hear me? Yeah. Am I cutting out at all? Okay, great. Thanks, everybody. Um, Okay, so uh, apparently in the Bible, in Hebrew, the phrase phrase, uh, at his feet, like you'll see sometimes people will throw something at somebody's feet. That's a euphemism for their penis. What part? <laughs> what? Or or their feet? Like it it could go either way, but um, uh, there, there's a bunch of shit that happens to Moses in the Bible that I think is just ridiculous. Is Joseph here? I don't want to be offensive. I'm going to be real offensive. Uh, the foreskin. <laughs> we have a friend who's a priest. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. But the the foreskin of Zipporah's son seemingly rescues Moses's life. <laughs> I mean, if you cut it out, it does look like a little li- like life vest, like a little. Lifesaver. <laughs> so apparently God wanted to kill Moses because he was uncircumcised. And that's a requirement for his calling. So Zipporah, God's about to kill Moses. So she throws her son's foreskin at Moses's dick. And that somehow tricked God into thinking that he it was actually Moses's foreskin. So he was circumcised. So like, it's great. What the <laughs> fuck, Bible? And then, and, then doesn't, and then doesn't kill him. What? Yeah. So, so uh, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, why does she just have her son's foreskin? I was wondering. This is my throwing foreskin. <laughs> like, like it doesn't make any sense at all. And then, like, how do you trick God? Like, it happens so many times in the Old Testament that God's like, I'm going to fuck them up. And then Moses is like, no, please don't. Hello. Ooh, it's the Kyle okay. show. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I was, okay. Yeah, God is like, I'm going to fuck them up. And then Moses is like, please, God, don't. And then God's like, oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> like, it changes God's mind. It yeah. doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Can um, you make a foreskin so big even God can't give up yeah, killing yeah, right. you? Like, <laughs> right. We're, we're going we're gonna to get to that. Oh, please. Okay. All right. So. So. What? This is insane. I. This is insane. Okay. Uh, I'm about to get kicked out of the Catholic Church, y'all. <laughs> right here, right now. So apparently... Mm. They love that. I'm okay. So I'm. I'm. I have a whole thing now planned that I'm going to talk about the holy foreskin. I'm going to talk about Jesus's foreskin 
a whole bunch. And, and apparently in 1900, Pope Leo XIII issued a proclamation that anyone talking about Jesus' foreskin would be immediately thrown out of the Catholic Church. What? So I'm, I'm going on record talking about it, so I'm officially, I guess, Dunskis. This, this, is, this is the moment. This I, is... It's what is the Barbara Streisand effect or something like asking for information to be removed from the internet brings more attention to it. Like if you're like, hey everybody, don't talk about Jesus's foreskin. Everyone's gonna be like, okay, do we need? To what did we? <laughs> what did we have to talk? I, I wasn't thinking that, but like now I am. Yeah. All right. Did Jesus have? Four, well, I guess I'll let you finish here. Great. This is the segue into the segment I'm calling Jesus was hung, but was he uncut? <laughs> What do you think, Kyle? Was Jesus cut or uncut? I mean, uncut, right? Did we do that back in his day? We did. So, Oh, I don't know. Uh, there's two schools of thought on this. Okay, so, sure. Tell me the debates. Between. There, there are some people that say that Christ's body must have been whole because that was how God designed it. I mean, they gave him holes. <laughs> <laughs> They added a few more, but okay. There's a Jesus nose blasting joke in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, David Friedman, in his book, A Mind of Its Own, A Cultural History of the Penis, put that on your coffee table, <laughs> says that uh, anti-Semitism played a role and that to medieval minds, circumcision was proof that the Jews' penis sinned against creation. Therefore, Jesus <laughs> must have been a cavalier, which, as we'll discuss later, cavalier is code for has foreskin. What? No, it's not. Yeah. Cavalier? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that's what that meant. I'll tell you why in, uh, when we get to, okay. that, to that part. So, Jesus' penis sinned against the Jews. What did you say? <laughs> so, so God created everybody, and we are perfect when we're created, and we have foreskin. So Jews cutting off the foreskin is oh. sinning against creation, which is an anti-Semitic Christian thought. Oh, Jew yeah, Jews. Did you think about it? Did you think about that before you cut it <laughs> off? Maybe they just forgot that God made everyone uh, perfect. Yep. Uh, but uh, someone tell the Jews. <laughs> but uh, there's the, the the other school of thought is that a there's a, that that Jesus was was circumcised and. There's a medieval book called The Golden Legend uh, that said that... How many books about Jesus' dick is there? You'd be surprised. <laughs> okay, wow. No, All right. There is a lot. Sure. Um, uh, Jesus' Jesus's circumcision, which is January 1st in the Catholic tradition. <laughs> there's the Feast of Jesus' circumcision that used to happen in the Catholic <laughs> Church pre-Vatican II. It was January 1st. That's Jesus' snippy-snip day. Um what and uh, and it's, what it's celebrated as the day he began to shed his blood for us and was the beginning of our redemption. Uh, Saint Thomas Aquinas was a person that thought that way. So, so was he? If if there's a historical Jesus, was he circumcised? Probably. He was a Jew. They mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. It's mentioned in Luke, but there's a apocryphal book of the Bible? Because like the Bible is a bunch of different books, right? Mm -hmm. But there are other books that didn't make it into the Bible, but they still exist and they're floating around. Mm -hmm. There's a fascinating one that's my new favorite book of the not Bible called <laughs> First Gospel of the Baby Jesus. Oh, is it about his dick? <laughs> Chapter 2, verse 1. Oh and when the time of his circumcision was come, namely the eighth day on which the law commanded the child to be circumcised, they circumcised him in a cave. 
And the, and the old Hebrew woman took the foreskin and preserved it in an alabaster box of old oil of spikenard. And she had a son who was a druggist to whom she said, Take heed thou sell not this alabaster box of spikenard ointment, though thou shouldst be offered 300 pence for it. Now this is that alabaster box which Mary the sinner procured and poured forth the ointment of it out upon the head and for the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ and wiped it off with the hairs of her head. This, this Don't wipe off dick blood with your hair head. That's <laughs> I, your I head. Your, the, the hair, that's... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's a weird item to get hung up on. But, but the first gospel of the baby Jesus, chapter 2, says that wow. they circumcised Jesus and they saved his foreskin and put it in a box of oil. What do you think happens with that? Thank you to Hula Hula for having us. So sorry to the people working. This is so odd. <laughs> this is the weirdest show you. Hi, that's okay. Tip your waiters, please. Yeah. Not with with your money. Um, uh, um, I can't. I don't know. I can't respond. I have no response. I don't know what happened to it. Like that's that's what it, that's what happens, right? Like, oh, they saved that shit. Where'd it go? There's a. You think there's a historical jar of oil with like uh, Jesus' foreskin hovering around the world? There have been. That's why he went to the cave. He went to the cave for like three days, right? Before he was like, he was looking for his foreskins. <laughs> I heard they chopped it off in this general area. There should be a, it's like a jar. It's like yay big, covered in oil, little foreskin. I was a baby, so my little baby foreskin's like in there. If anyone sees it, call this number. Yep. <laughs> Reward. Yep. 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 Wow. Yep. So there's a whole thing about relics that happen in especially Christendom that uh, anything that had anything to do with the physical Jesus that were, like was left over became a relic. And it's crazy. You go to Italy, you go to like all these random ass churches in Rome and they'll like have a box with a shriveled up thing that's like the toe of whatever saint it was that they preserve all of this shit. And uh, sweat, tears, baby teeth, hair, the umbilical cord, fingernails, even poop and pee are things that have been supposedly saved from Jesus that they've kept in boxes and displayed in churches for like... Someone has a box of Jesus's shit? That's... It's the holy shit, Kyle. That's... that's <laughs> It's not just your nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But there's also copycats and problems of authenticity. There were at least... (laughs) This isn't his real shit. (laughs) I know what Jesus' shit looks like. It's way holier. There were at least 12 holy foreskins in churches across (laughs) Europe during the Middle Ages. Weren't there that many disciples? (gasps) Churches and Abbey... What? (laughs) Last Supper for your foreskin. Your foreskin will never sup again. Jesus' foreskin fed the 500 or whatever. They they kept pulling it apart and handing out pieces. It lasted forever. Uh, Yeah. There are churches and abbeys at Chirupans, Bologna, Metz, I can't say all these cities, but there's a bunch in France, Germany, uh, a couple in Belgium, and Calcutta in Italy. Not Calcutta like like India, but Calcutta in Italy. And... uh, uh, they're all apparently magical. Like one, apparently they put one in the marriage bed of Henry V of England and Catherine of Valois on their wedding night as a fertility charm. They're like, I know it'll get her knocked up. Let's get some of that sweet baby Jesus foreskin and put that in bed with them. It'll, it'll... It's like the first ever Nuva ring. <laughs> <laughs> Inserted inside you or something. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Um... Oh, you were talking about like, hey, how do we know if that's the holy shit yeah, or, or yeah, not? Yeah. Apparently there were like official foreskin t- 
testers? That, no, that, stop. You're just making shit up now. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, Calling the foreskin team. Uh, CSI foreskin. <laughs> apparently, usually, it was uh, somebody somebody who would taste the relic. No! <laughs> <laughs> what do you look <laughs> What are you looking for in the day? How do you hint of vanilla? That's pleasant. Well, St. <laughs> Bridget of Sweden, she apparently tasted Jesus's foreskin in a vision that she had. <laughs> she said it was sweet and delicious. Uh, she's also not the only one. Uh, there, there, Saint, Cas- Saint Catherine of Siena, who claimed that she was the bride of Christ, also claimed that when she looked at her wedding finger, she would see the foreskin of Jesus around it like a wedding band. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she, she's a saint, Kyle. That's yeah. this, I. I, All right. I, uh, wow. I, I promise. I'm promise. I'm. 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 I'll, Please never be done. I just want to <laughs> learn more Jesus foreskin facts. This is okay. Wow. Um. Some people, of course, don't believe it, and that like they, there's no way that it's possibly true. You mentioned the apostles, Martin Luther, who's the founder of the Protestant Reformation. Um. He was like, there can't be that many foreskins. <laughs> Uh, I think you just he, got the one. Like, I, I don't think there's more than that. He, si- he similarly questioned, how could there be 26 apostle burial places in Rome when there uh, were only 11 apostles? Um, oh, that's close. 11. Okay. Or uh, no, I said, okay, never mind. John Calvin, who founded Calvinism, a French Protestant reformer, wrote in his A Treatise on Relics in 1543 that, quote, if we were to collect all these pieces of the true cross... That's another relic thing. Like, oh, this piece of wood came from uh, like the cross that Jesus was was yeah. was crucified on. Yeah, uh, the he foreskin said, is a different piece of wood. <laughs> if, <laughs> if we were to collect all these pieces of the true cross exhibited in various parts, they would form a whole ship's cargo. <laughs> he said also, of the many vials purporting to be full of the Virgin Mary's breast milk, had Mary been a cow all her life, she could not have produced such a quantity. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, one, it, wow. <laughs> uh, so one, uh, one, one, th- one theory also, this is maybe my favorite one, Leo Alatius, uh, in his work De Preputio Domini Nostri Jesu Christi Diatriba, which is a discussion of the foreskin of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sure. <laughs> it's a hell of a title. Uh, he reportedly said that because Jesus' body ascended into heaven, his foreskin must have also. Like, wherever it was, it also went up into heaven. Uh, Someone's jar of oil starts floating. They're like, wait, fuck. I use that for cooking. Uh, I don't know why there's a weird ring in there. That's not important to the cooking. I just have some, a jar of oil. Uh, in GW- Does foreskin go to heaven? Oh, do you have foreskin in heaven? Like, when you go to heaven, are you like... Like, are you back to, you know... Fully intact? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a very ableist thing about, like... I'm asking Mike... (laughs) I'm asking the current... In this vicinity, Mike is the expert on Jesus' foreskin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yes. Supposedly, like, your your body is perfected in some traditions when you go to heaven, so that's Am I going to be hot in heaven? Did it make make me hot? Like, this is what you would look like if you worked out? (laughs) That's cool. I'm not in charge, Kyle. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. So uh, G.W. Foote and J.M. Wheeler wrote a book called Crimes of Christianity. 
But they say that this guy, Leo Eladius, also believed that once in the heavens, the holy foreskin expanded and became Saturn's rings. <laughs> Which I, that feels like a missed opportunity for Uranus, really. But uh, it was uh, apparently Saturn's rings are Jesus' foreskin. Uh, last, and then I'll let you go. Uh, the one true foreskin. <laughs> Was, we have to throw it into Mount Doom. There's a quest on true foreskin. In, in, in the, the 16th century, the Pope decided which one was the one true foreskin, and it was the one in Calcutta, Italy. Okay. And uh, it apparently disappeared in 1983. A priest... What? Uh, so because, uh, because of the whole thing about like you don't discuss the holy foreskin, sure, or yeah. you'll get excommunicated from yeah. the church... They no longer like displayed it or showed it around, but apparently the priest of Calcutta kept it in a shoebox in his closet. No, in his home. No, right by shit, like <laughs> right by, right by the holy shit. Yep. And apparently it was stolen. He <gasps> claims that it was stolen in 1983. It disappeared, and uh, then he said that he filed a police report. What? There's like. <laughs> They're looking for the holy foreskin, uh, and but then there's a a guy. Uh, I listened to his podcast uh, just this morning. I forget his name. I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, he went there and investigated. There was never a police report filed. And um, the leading theory on the now, next season of Serial. The, <laughs> the leading theory is that the Vatican actually stole it. Oh. They, they either had him give it to them or they sent somebody to take it, but that it was the Vatican. They're tired of all of this Jesus foreskin shit, so they just decided to steal it, take it, and end it, and uh, that's th- that it's floating around in the Vatican somewhere. In a shoebox, apparently. In a shoebox, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's more than you ever wanted to know about Jesus's holy foreskin. I'm tired. Like I'm like <laughs> like physically, I'm tired from like that was a lot. You yeah. just I told you how excited I was about you. This. You, <laughs> we we keep up most of what we're talking about. Like we tr- try to like not tell it, but you were <laughs> told me you could talk a lot about yeah. Jesus foreskin. Yeah, and you did, and it didn't. I I, I didn't. It didn't disappoint. Ooh, could somebody give me a beer, <sighs> Kelly? Yes, you're in charge. Um, okay. That, I I just feel like I need a, like a few breaths. I'm just like catching up. All okay. right. Well, my notes say Kyle's going to talk about celebrity. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We are going to continue our discussion of um, with uh, celebs with skin is what I called this. Great. Um, Great. Um, I found I was like it'll be fun to do a little like do celebrities have foreskin. Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thanks, babe. <laughs> uh, that's the name of the rose, not what I call my friends. Um. <laughs> I found a 2019 Ranker article called 340 Plus Uncircumcised Celebrities that supposedly has 1.5 million views, but the M, they might be using M trickily. Maybe it means thousand. So some number of views. But this is a list, apparently, of celebrities that have foreskin because that's something we know and need, I guess. Um, so how, unless, they're in, unless like they're like me and they just... Ask that right away. Yep, yep. Hi, yep. my name is Mike. What do you do? Where are you from? Do you have foreskin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do they know? Um, that's a good question. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I started scrolling through the list, and I didn't go very far because the first one on the list was Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Okay. 
celebrity Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, local <laughs> Seattle celebrity Abraham. No, I don't know. Um, the next one was Adam. <laughs> okay, I guess, sure. I guess so. Sure. I guess so. How sure. do they know? Guessing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the next one was Adrian Grenier, <laughs> lead actor of Entourage. <laughs> oh. First list he's ever showed up in with Abraham Lincoln and Adam. Yeah. I don't, don't. <laughs> Twelve hottest celebrities this season. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and Adrian Grenier. Um, uh, so this, that one, I finally, like, I got to, I, I actually, like, invest, I was like, Okay, I don't know how or why we would know. That <laughs> you Abraham- went down the list until you found the first hot one. Yeah, and then you, yeah. You, okay. Well, I don't want to know how we know Abraham Lincoln had foreskin. Like, I don't know that I. Yeah, I don't know that I need to know that. But, um, but I actually did. Like for for Adrian Grenier, he um, apparently he slept with someone that was on the Bachelorette, and she wrote a tell-all book that it included. Apparently, he has a giant uncut dick. I don't think it's for. I didn't quote. I don't think that's a quote, but I like something to that effect. Like so, like people talk about it, I guess, and that's how we know. Um, let's see. I went. Uh, it was on the. Oh, this is. I do have a quote here from the classy website queerclick.com, and it the headline is rumor. All caps. Avi. Rumor. Adrian Grenier has a smelly uncut penis. Oh, I hate that. That's mean. Um, Jesus' uncut foreskin was very smelly by a certain point, right? <laughs> you keep that in a shoe box after a while, you're like, whew. The breeze, right? I don't know. <laughs> you put some like mothballs in there yeah, or something. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, back to the list. Uh, I investigated Adrian Grenier's uncut penis uh, a little bit. And then I went back Did to the... Did you find it? No, I didn't, I didn't look for... I, celebrity pictures, like naked pictures, make me uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. It's like an invasion of their privacy. Also, I do know what Justin Bieber's dick looks like, but that's not part of this well, segment. Yeah. <laughs> good, luck, good luck avoiding it, really. I, <laughs> they, it, that thing was everywhere for a hot minute. It, yeah. Um, this is the point in the, the, on the article, on the Ranker article of uncircumcised celebrities that popped up and said, we stand by Ukraine, donate now. And I was like, Jesus. Jesus Christ, Ranker, really? Like, I'm in the middle of something. Um, uh, other people on this list were Billy Mays. <laughs> Wait, like, of, of ShamWow fame? Is that who that yeah. is? Okay. Yeah. That's, not, that's my nickname for foreskin. ShamWow. ShamWow. <laughs> um, also on this list, Alan Alda. <laughs> Oh, God. I was wondering. <laughs> so I'm on 30 Rock, and I was like, he acts like a dude that has foreskin. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? He's got big foreskin energy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> you All weren't right. hurt as a child. <laughs> like, you know, like you, they left that there. Yeah. Um, Charles Darwin. <laughs> uh, he slept with a bachelorette who wrote a telephone book. <laughs> Charles Darwin also has a giant smelly force okay um <laughs> jesus uh um lastly the one i want to spend more time on is alan cumming oh yeah spell cumming yeah. um yeah uh he the way the way you want it to be spelled the way you want it to be spelled yeah actually yeah um he has a q a on his website which the first question is is it coming or cummings and the answer is look at the top of this website because <laughs> yeah, like, it's his website and his name is spelled. um but he is apparently very big intactivist oh um he uh, Plus, he does it with an accent. So, like. uh, 
which is hot. Yeah, we, we talked about him with on the bisexuals episode. Yeah. Does that or no fragrance when, when we talked about fragrance because he has a fragrance. He's not great at looking se- like trying to do sexy fragrance, man. Um, on the Q and A. Q, what's the big deal about foreskin? His A is, the big deal is that many millions of little boys are genitally mutilated and have their foreskins removed, and I think that's wrong. We have foreskins for a reason, and I think it's a terrible thing to hack off one of the most sensitive parts of your body. So I have become an intactivist. Mm. Uh, Go to Intact America or Norm UK to find out more. May the foreskin be with you. That's cute. Um... Uh, he also said in a 2020 interview for irishtimes.com because he was reaching um, uh, quote I never thought anything about my foreskin and then I came to America which that aligns with my like yeah um, until I came to America and I was having sex and people would just be gasping because they'd never seen a foreskin before did you call a foreskin I've never a foreskin yeah it's a foreskin what's one foreskin Um, foreskin uh, what's the sound of one foreskin clapping (laughs) (laughs) what's the sound of one foreskin with clap I'll tell you how to sleep with me I don't know okay (laughs) he continues he didn't say any of that I I was made to feel weird and hi (laughs) I gotta go um, um, I was made to feel weird and freakish because I had an intact body. Huh. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, unrelated, but in my quest to find celebrity information, I just needed to end on this. Uh, one rumor in the 2013 National Enquirer um, uh, was that Taylor Swift asked Harry Styles to get a circumcision, and that's why they broke up. Not true. <laughs> the national choir is here <laughs> they have the scoop um i don't you know you you don't know you don't know what taylor swift said to harry styles one more reason for me to not care about her yeah, I, guess, I like, knew she no. was trouble when she walked in um <laughs> that's what i got about celebrities oh man um were there any surprises like i ducked out so fast when i was like i don't i don't want to read this probably wrong list that like contains these so i don't know yeah yeah the, the surprise was alan alda's on a list like anyone knows who he is like that's, that surprised me i don't know i didn't yeah. look too far yeah yeah, yeah most yeah. of the names start with a b or c because it was in that's alphabetical order so i got to the c's i don't know i didn't keep going i was like do i have enough to read aloud at a taping of our podcast sure uh, i'm surprised you didn't make it to d just uh, on yeah, principle yeah. Um, okay. You, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is just this is just just for fun. I found <laughs> this a, has all been very serious. Okay. I found a bunch of a, bu- a bunch of euphemisms for foreskin. A bunch of euphemisms for foreskin. Excellent. That's fun. Uh, so they're roughly in alphabetical order. Uh, <laughs> one is the first one is Alan Alda. They're <laughs> 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 weird. Uh, so sometimes it gets called blind meat. And uh, the the idea is because the head is covered, it can't see. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, the the second one is Canadian bacon. <laughs> oh God! Because it's thicker than American bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find these? I don't remember. Internet. I have yeah. a link somewhere. Yeah. Link in the bio. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cavalier, which we talked about earlier, it's because historically cavaliers uh, or royalists were also known as roundheads. 
um, because of the hat that they would wear. Oh, your hat looks like a foreskin is a great like insult. Like, you're about to like attack an army. Is that what the Pope's hat is? <laughs> Talk about big foreskin energy. That giant Pope hat is no, kind of. He does not have four. You don't wear that hat if you have foreskin. You don't need to show off at that point. <laughs> like he's he's it's, making up for his lack of foreskin. It's just like truck nuts. Like yes, you're compensating. Yes. Yes. Like, great. Uh, that should be truck foreskin. <laughs> Just hang a foreskin from the front of my car. <laughs> this is one of Jesus's. One of the 12. Uh, next one, change purse. <laughs> Which, there's that, I think I talked about it on the show before, I forget, but there's that whole um, Howard Stern had on somebody, two people, who two dudes that were uncircumcised, and they, they had a competition to see how many oh. M&Ms they could shove in their foreskin. Yeah. Like, I, anyway, just like as a place to store things, apparently is. A, yeah. I did not know how like resilient. Like I didn't know this was like the, the bag of holding and D and D. Like I did not know that you could fit so much. I don't have foreskin, so I like I don't know. I didn't know that it was like yeah. Mary Poppins. Like I have an umbrella. I have a bowling ball. I have a ladder. Like I, I just had no idea you could fit so much. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, chicken neck. Eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, goy toy, <laughs> which goy is is a d- Jewish name yeah. for a gentile, and uh, so they're you know they have foreskin. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I got okay. that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, sure. Oh well, no. Yeah. Uh, hooded warrior, <laughs> uh, Hungarian sausage. Um, apparently, in the 1920s, a fairly common one was to refer to somebody as nearsighted. And that's again because it's blind because its <laughs> head is covered. So they, they would say that you were nearsighted. Uh, unclipped horn, of, of course, uncut. Uh, uh, wink, similar like <laughs> it's <laughs> foreskin. Yeah, kind of wink. It's like a wink. Yeah, I get that. Uh, wizard's hat or magician's cloak. Yeah, do you think Gandalf is circumcised? Yeah, because it's <laughs> magical. And then uh, there are two like sort of like descriptive phrases or whatever. One is to say that somebody wears it up in pins. Because it, that's British. Oh, yeah, slang. it's like know. an updo for yeah, your exactly. penis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I think my favorite one is like there's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's also very British, but like, do you wear your cap to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, those are foreskin euphemisms. Um, okay, should I yeah. tell you? Okay, speaking of the foreskin can fit a lot yeah. in it, I'm going to tell you about docking. Great. Excellent. 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 Yeah. Excellent. You know it. You love it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, have you ever... Do you know what docking is? Well, of course. Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Do you? Have you ever done it? No. Okay, describe it. Putting putting one one penis haver's penis in the other penis haver's foreskin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Urban Dictionary says it is the delicious act of. I don't don't editorialize Urban Dictionary. Just the facts, <laughs> please. The delicious act of two men rubbing the heads of their dicks together. One of the men's foreskins being stretched over the head of his partner's dick. Um, add a little leakage from one or both mutual excitement, rubbing, grinding, heavy breathing, and the result is a mind-blowing orgasm for both. Okay. Uh, uh, so there's an element that's like I did not know this that like both uh, should have. Do I, does this help with my hands? You know, you know, <laughs> one foreskin goes like this. <laughs> um, but like both 
uh, having foreskin like helps create like a suction kind of effect. Anyway, I found an article on Mel um, <laughs> on Mel magazine by Mitchell Kuga called "In Praise of Docking: The French Kiss of Gay Sex." Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a 2020 article, and I just wrote down every kind of description. Or again, I don't because I don't have foreskin. I've never done this either. Yeah. I li- just wrote down every time they described it because it's like very interesting to me. Sure. Yeah. So at the beginning, the the actual kind of description um, that Mitchell gave was uh, penis number one wrapped its uncut foreskin around the head of penis number two. This is the part that I didn't know about, like both having the foreskin is is useful um, uh, as <laughs> wrapping around the head of penis number two as if it were hibernating for winter. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's going to be six more weeks of winter. Um, um, and uh, then, oh my God. a new euphemism, Punxsutawney Phil. That's what we're going <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. Um, And then as the foreskin of penis number two jerked over the head of penis number one, producing a visible suction effect as the foreskins uh, threatened to separate. Wow. Poetry. (laughs) Imagery there. Um, So um, other ways that this was described in this article, the penile equivalent of scissoring. I was just going to say. Really? Yeah. It reminds me of scissoring. It's like it's thing I've also not done that. You've not <laughs> but, scissored? <laughs> but scissoring feels way less pleasurable. That's <laughs> what you do when you get two bottoms together. You just butt scissor each other. Yeah. You just rub butts together. It's very unsatisfying. Oh my god. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, I'm s- do- docking always like seemed to me like something that wouldn't be that fun, but you would do for completeness. Like, just like I've like, on my sexual bingo card. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I've done everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently not. No, it, well, uh, th- that's what they talked about. Like scissoring is like, it seems like a joke. And then you come to find out that like we've, we've done an episode on scissoring and it is like a pleasurable act that like that women, that lesbians do. Um, and he said the same thing about this. This seems like a joke. Like, oh yeah, we're just going to like, put our dicks together and then like one of us is going to come like so apparently it actually is a pleasurable thing um uh uh, another way of describing this article fraudage with a passport (laughs) 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 um great um I was going to say a little bit more serious, but this is not okay. Um, one one of the quotes he he, uh, in the article interviewed people to talk about um. Uh, docking. This is where I like it's you know fun, funny. It's like sex, whatever. But like uh, one of the ways it was described is in the gay community, you don't just get fucked; your whole gets destroyed. Like we, we everything we do is just like rough, and like I want like and so um, speak for yourself, Kyle. <laughs> if you're doing it right, yeah. Okay. I just spilled rose all over. That's fine. I was going to do like a little accent with like. I'm cool and sexy, and then I spilled rosé on myself. That's fine. Um, uh, yeah, destroy my whole what? Um, there's a lot of okay. There's a lot of banging and pounding. Um, it's very. This is the important, yeah, <laughs> the I'm, meaningful I'm, deep quote that I was. Um, um, I'm gonna pour some more rosé on me for a second. Hold on. There's a lot of banging and pounding. It's very uh, insistent, aggressive, hungry sex, but docking is not those things. It's nice. It's a moment of true intimacy, um, which I like it, it takes. It's a, a thing that it, yeah, it's not just like getting railed. It's not like wreck me daddy. It's like 
you you have to like work a little bit towards it it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a you, you kind of like you have to do a little bit of planning you can't just like <laughs> surprise my dicks in your foreskin you know like you have to like you have to like do a little bit of like kind of thinking and planning so it's a little bit more i did not realize non-consensual this. docking is like oh like, god that's a, my, my mind fuck I yeah think. yeah <laughs> like a ship in the harbor like docking <laughs> surprise um <laughs> um <laughs> just think about that cargo ship that got stuck in the, the <laughs> canal. canal. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I live in your penis now. <laughs> this is my new home. Um, it is uh, talked about how it is a fleeting moment. If either penis gets too erect or too flaccid, the foreskins detach. So mm. it's like it, they, they talked about. It, this is not like a long, prolonged experience. This m- will be kind of a short, maybe even fleeting moment. Um, you can do this with uh, one circumcised penis. You'll be happy to know, Mike. Um, Great. Come see Mike after the show if you have foreskin and want to wrap it around Mike's <laughs> dick. I guess um, he'll be here. He'll be here all night. Um, uh, it's called half docking, um, and uh, one of the interests in this is um, an article quote in a community where everyone is sort of trying everything, which is what you talked about. It's one of the only things people haven't tried yet because there's a systemic limitation on it. Sure. So, like, yeah, yeah. especially in the U.S., like, you gotta like, uh, yeah, it's not just the foreskin doesn't come to you. You have to go find it out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, be the foreskin you want to see in the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, don't be gross about it. This article also talked about, like, people that are, like, seeking a dock or whatever. I think they call them cock dockers. I don't know. <laughs> that's not That's not at all. Nothing said that. But, like, don't, that's, like, a weird fetishy thing that you can, like, very much get into weird territory if you're, like, oh, sure. looking a dock. Um, I don't know. But if you have, like, foreskin and you're, like, that's, like, a unique service, you can maybe people are into that. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Put that on your resume. Dock like, me, services baby. provided. Yeah. <laughs> Docs, you know, serve 21 and counting. I don't know. Um, I just wrote down this quote that I liked. His foreskin was like a warm, fleshy donut. <laughs> oh, a weird sentence, I guess. Yeah. Um... um <laughs> Okay. Okay. Actually, oh God, what that, what that, what that makes what that makes me think of is uh, I was I've been reading about so much foreskin this week, uh, and and uh, there's a, a kind of phimosis that can happen where uh, the the foreskin sort of gets trapped behind the head of the penis, and it it like starts cutting off the circulation. And it, if if your if the head of your penis starts going from red to like more of a purple, like then probably get some help. But it's probably true. Talking regardless. about talking about different like methods of fixing that, right? Like like getting getting that f- fixed. Uh, one of the suggestions was to pour sugar all over your dick, and that that sucks the water out of the tissues, and then makes it so that it'll pop back out. And but like that's a that's a dick donut right yeah. there. Like that's that's. <laughs> it's also delicious. So like you know, win for everyone. Pour sugar on it. Yeah. It's like home remedy for like fixing your dick. That's what pour some sugar on me is about. That song. There's <laughs> <laughs> karaoke later, everybody. We're so happy to be in this karaoke bar. Uh, pour some sugar on me or my dick's going to fall off. Um, I guess I'm still talking. Um, I'm like this entire, I don't know what's happening this episode. I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. I, I Maybe it's because you told me about foreskin face cream that I just like left my body and haven't been back yet. You did okay. scream 
a little bit. I, it was the right response. I <laughs> That's scream. the only response to that sentence. I scream, you scream, we all scream for foreskin. Foreskin cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> Like if an ice cream truck drove by right now, that would be perfect. By Sonic's foreskin, um, there's a little ball in the middle, a little gumball in the middle. I'm gonna keep reading. I have, I have two more things. Okay, I'm gonna just keep saying them. Okay, uh, they, they, in this article, they posted something from Reddit, so they did my work for me. I didn't have to go to Reddit; it was already there uh, on Reddit. It said, "quote I'm a bisexual with a fetish for uncut cock." I get it. Um, I can't help but wonder if I wasn't cut, would I still have that fetish, or would I be fully straight? Imagine being gay only for foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what what to do about it, but it's taking over my life. <laughs> And it totally could have been avoided if I just wasn't fucking circumcised. I want kids in a family, but I don't know. I don't want to be craving foreskin when I'm old. Okay. Craving foreskin. <laughs> craving foreskin. Profile on Grinder. Adding it now. Um, uh, I guess that's all. The last thing I would say about talking is, again, coming from someone who's not circumcised, it talked about, like, you... Get, it's a way to get the sensation of having foreskin when you don't have it. Like sure. It's a, so, I don't know. Um, I read about this, watched some porn. It was kind of hot. They jizzed inside each other's penises, which I didn't know we could do, but that's a thing. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm done, I think. Right. Foreskin is magic, man. Yeah, it can hold so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did we do it? I don't I don't know what just happened. We, we talked a we lot talked about foreskin. Yes, I, we did. I forgot so much about Jesus' foreskin. I didn't know I had that much in me to... Yeah. I'm proud of us, Kyle. Okay, well, I'm not. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I think we're... I think uh, we actually talked about foreskin this time. And... Okay. Let's let's wrap up. Like, I don't know. Do you have any final foreskin thoughts? Um, no. No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> You've said everything you needed I, to? I, I have some processing to do. I need to sit with this foreskin for a little bit and then decide. Alan Alda has foreskin, y'all. That's the <laughs> real takeaway. I, I, I will at least reemphasize. I, during the episode, we talked about circumcision. We were like kind of debating it. And I've like very since then very squarely landed on like, I don't know why we cut this thing. Or I know we, why, but like, I don't know. It's just a weird thing that we cut off a part of a kid's body and we just kind of do it and everyone's like yeah no this is regular and you're like what like if you know if you like describe this to an alien they'd be like what the fuck or like what are you talking about why did you do this so it's a weird thing we should stop doing it I think it's general mutilation like uh, and I support it actively with orally (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and and for what it's worth I think society agrees with you rates of circumcision are down and continue to go down and I think uh, I I think we're getting there I don't think it's totally there um the in the study that's talked about um one people don't change their mind about circumcision by learning more information about this they like gave women pamphlets about circumcision is it healthier like just just trying to provide them with the information what do we know here's what we know did not change their circumcision like decision a big part of the decision is also based on whether the father is circumcised himself. Like, yeah, there, yeah there's part of it that's, like, not going to change until it changes. You know, like, uh, yeah. So I don't think everyone agrees, but I think, yeah, we're getting there. Yep. Yeah. Good. Now we did it. We did it. Okay. Uh, well, so every single episode since the very beginning, we have 
inexplicably taken a break. <laughs> so we take a break. Going to play the theme song or the, the break song. And uh, in live shows, it's special because we also take a shot. Yay. Um, and then when we come back from the break, we're going to do our gays and straightest. Yeah, so think about your gays and straightest so if you want to. Think about that. Sure. But, uh, so, but should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. I think this is lemon something. Ooh, cute. Hey, okay. That's just what I needed after talking about Jesus' foreskin for so long. I want to clean my toilet with that. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. You could store foreskin in there for a long time. (laughs) Throw that shit in a jar, put some foreskin in it. (laughs) Oh, man. Woo. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Sorry, I was drinking water. Okay, I was trying to get that. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord, uh, spaces at Gayish Podcast. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Before we go I, on. Oh, oh, oh. I have a gift for you, Mike. Why? It's your birthday, bitch. Uh, it's not because you gave me a gift for our fifth anniversary and I didn't give you anything. It's I, w- I planned this this whole time to Great. give you one now. It, it, that's not the bag you gave to me and I put <laughs> back in there. It's, <laughs> it's a unique bag that I have. It looks, it looks, uh, uh, there's a card in there. You can start there. Uh, yep. This is to celebrate five years slash the end of our, our little live tour. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Can I read this later? Yeah. Do you want me to read it now? Oh, up to you. Do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, re- yeah. Mike, thank you for being an amazing co-host, friend, and tour manager in that order. Also, I only had thank you cards, but I think I made it sound natural. <laughs> anyway, the Amazon shipment was with your real gift was delayed, so here's a gift of things you can buy at QFC. Happy last tour day, <laughs> Kyle. An uncircumcised banana. It's <laughs> the way Jesus intended it. Mini Jenga. <laughs> it's some Jengas. Like uh, this looks like Starbucks? No. It's no? a gift card to QFC. A gift card to QFC. <laughs> a loofah. <laughs> and a puzzle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Try and take this apart. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're going to get another random gift later once this Amazon. Yeah. Great. Great. Give it up for Great. loofahs, everybody. Clean your foreskin, I guess. Well, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you. Happy fifth year slash doing live show tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Awesome. So uh, a a couple of announcements real quick. So uh, we announced it at at our Portland show, but just uh, reminding everybody that once a month now, we're going to have my mom offer advice or answer questions. So if you want advice or a mom explanation for something, um, just be sure to use our hotline or send it in with... uh, uh, email it doesn't matter how you get it to us, but get get your questions in for mom so that we can put together uh, May's episode. And uh, we are we are hiring. And uh, if you, <laughs> I'm looking right at fucking Dan, like <laughs> it doesn't have to. <laughs> That's perfect. It doesn't have to be weird. <laughs> just, just go. Just keep talking. <laughs> Don't look at him and keep talking. Oh, there is a job description uh, at uh, gayishpodcast.com slash jobs. 
Um, I have an announcement. We are now exclusively a foreskin podcast. All we're talking every episode from here on out is just going to be about foreskin. Great. Okay. Rich area, rich topic. Sure. Uh, we're changing your name to Gayish Foreskin. Excellent. Yeah. Are you, uh, you want to do our Gayish Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Gayish Straight is sponsored by Spaces. Spaces, a new group chat app for niche queer communities by Hornet. Uh, do you want to go? I would think went first last time. Okay, I'll go first then. Uh, so let's see. The the, uh, the 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 straightest thing about me this week is either it's a tie uh, watching Star Trek Picard and talking about the Borg Queen's boobs. Mm, the last episode, like yeah, they were like I only have half a body, but like part of that half is boobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I really think it's this, and I'm going to give <gasps> it to you. Uh, I picked up off the ground this $10 bill that's not really a $10 bill. It's a $10 gift certificate for Dreamgirls Soto. <gasps> and uh, I've been spending my own money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 the fact that I saw that, I was like, hi, hi. you're done. You're done, Mike. I guess I'm done. Uh, no, the, the, the fact that I saw that, and I was like, yes, I need that in my life she, to get to Kyle. Um, in, in place of... George Washington or whoever the fuck. There's a lady just touching her own nipples, barely covering. Yeah, she's got great boobs. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week is uh, apparently I like I don't know when when I got blacked out wasted, but I must have because I got a bunch of underwear in the mail. Oh. Wondered where it was from, and then looked at my Amazon order history, and it was me. So oh. this is the part in uh, and just like that, the Sex in the City reboot that Miranda realized she had a problem. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave it there. I, I no. I, I welcome <laughs> to the sober people in the crowd. So happy for you to be here. I for sure. I for sure have a problem. How about you? <laughs> yeah, for sure have a problem. Let's move on. Um, yeah. No, we don't spend too much time on that. Um, my gayest is I was wearing a yesterday. Walked my dog wearing a skirt. Wearing these shoes. Ew, ew, ew. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty oh. shoes. There's tape here. Mike, I got you this tape. Thank you. Um, um, and I was walking through a park and I was like, oh, God, there are kids here. And like, there's a little bit of fear of like, oh, what are they going to think of me? Or, you know, like uh, Seattle's pretty chill. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just got like being anywhere around or near kids when yeah. you're gay and especially like presenting as like gay or queer. I, I don't know. I just was like, don't beat me up. I don't care about your children. I think they're dumb. Like, I don't want it. You know, like, it's just, I, it was, I, I felt uncomfortable. Um, my straightest is I was hanging uh, shelves. I finally, oh, yeah. like, fixing up my place, uh, hanging shelves. They look good. I, thanks. I um, uh, injured myself while doing them. It, it, so straightest thing is, like, yelling out, like, you know, fuck really loud as I'm hanging these. And then later I was like hanging them. I was like, what is this like thing smeared on? It was my own blood. I bled oh. on the shelves because I like, <laughs> I injured my finger and then bled on it. And that's, that's my straightest thing. Yeah. It's manly. Thank you. <laughs> that's what everyone says about me when they meet me. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, audience. Audience participation time. Looking for audience gayestesses and straightestesses. Come on, come on up and we're going to get maybe one or two more. So, other people think about yours. Uh, say your name if you want to, and your gayest and straightest. Right yeah, there, right yeah, there. do it. My name is John. Uh, my straightest for this week is that I went to a coffee shop and I got uh, flirted on. Oh, a woman flirted with me. Okay, <laughs> she Great. was the barista, and presumably that's the first time that that's happened since high school. Because I did look at me, uh, <laughs> I, was wearing, I was wearing a flat-billed hat, so like that might have had something to do with it. 
Um, my gayest is either the bear that I took home from the cuff that night, <laughs> or uh, that I had to leave the gayish D and D pod uh, D and D group ten minutes early so that I could come here for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Sean. 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 Uh, there's merch over here. There oh. are there are mugs and T-shirts until we run out or whatever. But uh, feel free to feel free to take <laughs> a gander and take something home. Like the revenge taking a bear home because you're like a girl hit on me. No, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck a bear tonight. <laughs> this is your PSA, everyone. Fuck a bear tonight. That'll make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say your name and your gaze. Hey, how's it going? Hi. I'm Bobby. Hi, um, My straightest is I collected money on a March Madness bracket. Nice. <laughs> well done. Um, yes, you do yes, it at yes, work. Yes, yes, yes. I got second. I want some money. So. Wow. Who uh, won? Uh, I don't. A, okay. a guy named Scott won? I don't, no. Oh. <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> oh, the bracket. No, I don't know who won the tournament. <laughs> no, I prefer your answer. Some dude named Scott won. I don't know. <laughs> uh, guess I uh, got fucked in a sling for the first time. So oh. Cool. oh. Congratulations. Good for you. That's yeah. very gay. I, I mean, I've like, I've fucked other guys in slings a lot, but I've never been the well, You don't have to brag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, um, Bobby. Get, get By fucking Dan, apparently. That's awesome. Don't. Well, he said it. He's like, he he's, said it to himself privately. Yeah. In his, you're, you're saying it out loud on a podcast. I, I have no filter. I know. It's, and I have no boundaries. And, <laughs> uh, anybody else for a gay straightest? Yeah, sure. Come on. Yeah. Hi, I don't know you're here. Good to see you. Hey. Uh, my name's Lily. Hey. Um, my gayest this week is I went to the office for the first time in months. Yeah. And my coworker grabbed me and said, I have to tell you, I went on a date with a girl. <gasps> yay. So I have the reputation at the office after not being there for months. She's like, I went on a date with a girl. Yay. Was yay. this a new development for her? Is she yes. like, that, <gasps> that's so exciting. She was very excited. <laughs> And it, that's cool. Like you're the person that someone's like. I get. So I can like, tell, I you tell you about. Tell you. That's so cool. Yes. Um, Stratus is I made baked multiple batches of cookies this week. So. <laughs> and that was what I spent most of this weekend doing is baking oh, cookies. Nice. Yeah. Living up to those stereotypes. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's so adorable. Like being the person that. Other people can be like, hey, I think I'm kind of gay now. Like, I, I love being the person that my friends can tell me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Because I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, who have, yeah, who have you done? And do it in a sling, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, like, the podcast has definitely given people the, like, permission to tell me things I don't need to know about their life. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Name them and what they've told you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Name no. first and last. Okay. Uh, look at the time. Uh, anybody okay. else for Gays and Yeah. Oh, there's sure. one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, girl, hey. Hi. Hi. I'm Andy. Hi, Andy. Um, I took, it was a hell of a time trying to figure out what my straightest thing of the week is, but I honestly it's think something. it's coming to hula hula. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's for a gay podcast, I think this might be the straightest thing I've done all week. And my gayest thing is that I was in Palm Springs. Oh, I'm it's a mess. fine. 
I was in Palm Springs last week, and I got called out while I was on a work call because I forgot to turn the microphone off while I was ordering a drink at the Saguaro. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was the drink? Oh, it, it wasn't anything super exciting. Oh, I like thought a, it was no, something no, gay. It wasn't the drink. No, it was just the fact that I yeah. forgot to turn my mic off, and yeah. everybody at work now knows that I was poolside hitting on people <laughs> in Palm Springs. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. If you want some merch, yeah. you can come, come up and get a mug or something. So uh, that reminds me of a story that a friend of mine told me where uh, he was at a nude resort in Palm Springs for a mini vacation. We went to a nude resort once. Yeah, we did. Yeah. In Palm Springs. In Palm Springs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> he, he had one Zoom call that he couldn't reschedule that was for work that he had to do. And he set up his workstation and got all ready for like his one call. It was this important call. And uh, and apparently then the three dudes next door in the hotel just started fucking going <gasps> at it. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm about to give a presentation to a vice president and they're getting railed. Like, what do I do? Just say you have cats. I think like any if anything <laughs> weird is happening on your screen, you just say I have cats. And I think most people are just like, yeah, I don't know, you know, like whatever. It is. I have cats. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that, that that is it. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Really appreciate it. Give yourselves a round of applause for spending some Sunday time with us here. Uh, thank you, of course, to Hula Hula for being good hosts for us. We really appreciate it. Be sure to tip your wait staff. They've been working really hard for us today. Um, thanks to our lovely assistant, Keegan, for running sound. We appreciate you. I'll listen to the audio later and decide how much I appreciate it. We'll see. And everybody that did their gayest the straightest from the audience, we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. And thank you to Spaces. They give us money. They give us money. And as an independent podcast that has full-time jobs and does other things, it's very nice that they support independent uh, LGBT creators. So if you have any pictures that you took, we clearly did not get them because we were busy talking about Jesus and stuff. Um, uh, (laughs) Go to Spaces. I'm there. Talk to me. Hang out. It's an LGBT social media app uh, by and for LGBT people. Yeah. Please um, do. I oh wait. You, oh, bef- oh, go ahead. What? Nothing. Okay, it's fine. I was gonna read the super gap bridges, but Mommy so that's and Daddy usually are fighting. no. Uh, that's I, usually the end of the podcast. So yeah. if you have anything to say, now's the time. Uh, uh, no, we're uh, we're gonna stick around for a little bit. Uh, feel free to come say hello or hang out or don't wh- talk whatever. to me. Uh, I will. I will speak. I will speak with you don't, don't. <laughs> on behalf of the Kyle. Um, <laughs> you often do. Uh, now, do I? Yeah, I forget. All right, whatever. Um, I would like to thank our Super Gap Bridgers, uh, Josh Copeland, Forrest Neil, Patrick Martin, Anonimo, Gay, James Sparrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lonnie, Christopher Farrell, Jamie P. Kevin, Hedison, Dipsy, McStumbles, Don Litsky, T- Thomas B. Dustin Sands, A. E. Coleman, Chris Cacciatorian, and Jerome York. That's not my best run at it. Yeah. Can I do it? Can we start the podcast? <laughs> I want to do the Hello, podcast. Hello, everyone. The podcast. Hi. <laughs> I, I thought my spunk joke was very. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Y'all loved it. Um, thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Spell coming um so happy to be here yeah goodbye that's, that's that's it this has been gayish from the chris Ketchatorian studios i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be much be fabulous be you see you next week <laughs> but not here <laughs> we'll be elsewhere don't come here again <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, is anyone we, just showing up here to like drink and <laughs> like the sofa? Like <laughs> that's so weird that like we, we just we we'll stop saying foreskin now. Okay, great. Well, we can or say not. It. We okay. can say it a couple more okay. times. Okay. 